Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Ecom 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my various co-hosts, Vern Glenn, F.P. Santangelo Jr., and Russell Jackman. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question, and since we just had the Super Bowl, uh, these are Super Bowl kind of odd, hard questions. All right. Super Bowl odd. Odd, hard questions. Yeah, and I, I I gotta apologize ahead of time. You know, like, you know, what was Johnny Unitas's favorite color? I mean, come on, that's going to be a hard one. No. <laughs> All right. So in addition to the Super Bowl, we, there's a whole bunch of stuff to talk about, uh, you know, with the Olympics, uh, the doping scandal of, of a young lady, um, the uh, an American. Are you talking about the Russian skater? Yes. Yeah. 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 And then uh, the American born skier is competing for China but China doesn't allow dual citizenship. So she had to renounce her US citizenship. So what are the complicated, you know, what, what, what goes on with that? And of course, um, where, she, where does she live? San Francisco, of course. Of course, yeah. yeah. Well, outside of China, San Francisco has the biggest Chinese population in the world, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> did you see about Eric Dickerson? You know, he, he was, uh, he was given seats to the Super Bowl, right? But they were kind of like in the rafters. And so he just said, you know what? I'm going to watch it on TV instead. Well, it's a big, it's a big stadium. I mean, I've been, I, don't, I don't know if you guys have been there, but it, no. it is a huge stadium. And, and so if, you, if you're up there, I mean, you are up there. But yeah. there's monitors everywhere. I mean, you might as well, I mean, it's just flat screen. I mean, everywhere you turn, I yeah. mean, you, 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 you get this great picture well, of what well, he you know what, he, he handled it very well he's very he's a very seems like a very humble guy and uh rather than you know chew them out for not giving him the best seat in the house he just kind of said you know what for that i'll just go ahead and watch it on tv all right stay with us you're listening to sports econ 101 don't touch that dial we are going to be right back Tahoe 
Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all of South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Palio Restaurant's been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there's no surprise it's been voted Best Italian Restaurant in the SF Weekly this year. Palio has consistently been voted one of the best restaurants in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio's been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for over 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays. Reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel. Leading the way is the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities, including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown, Vern Glenn, F.P. Santangelo Jr., and Russell Jackman. Okay, obviously, let's start off with the Super Bowl. Now, I wrote down everyone's predictions, okay? Uh, now, I was the only one who did believe that the Rams were going to win, so I, I voted with my head and not my heart. My head told me the Rams would win. My heart was a little bit more for the Bengals. Okay. Um, however, I thought that the Rams were going to win 37-17, so my numbers were way off. But you guys were all fairly close with the score. You just had the wrong team. So uh, Vern thought it was going to be 28-27 Bengals. FP thought it was going to be 28-24 Bengals. And Russ thought it was going to be 27-24 Bengals. It's almost like the price is right where you have to kind of get it yeah. right in there. And Where's Bob Parker? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, and the final score was 23-20. 20. 23-20. So 
boy, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I think Mr. Rus- Russell was, uh, if we we're going to give him the prize, uh, except, well, I know I get the prize because he was wrong. You picked the how, right do you the, how do you get the prize if he gets the wrong team? Yeah, exactly. So oh, I, I get the prize on that one. All right. If um, I was doing the over-under, if we were doing the over-under, though, I would have gotten that 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 picture. That's that, well, that that's true. That's true. Um, do, you think, right, guys, do, you, uh, do you think we need, on the subject of that, and, and FP, just go, go ahead and jump in. I mean, don't, don't we need to pump the brakes a little bit on coronating Matthew Stafford? My God. I mean, they made it sound like they, you know, they made it sound like he was, you know, yeah, like the next big thing coming on the, yeah. on the on the on the heels of winning that Super Bowl. We all know that Cooper Cup was the best. Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald were the best guys on the field. I mean, Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Stafford I mean, yeah, he, he had he had to put it there, but yeah. Cup was almost always open. Yeah, exactly. And he threw two interceptions. I mean, if you look at their stats, uh, Joe Burrow had a better game. Straight up did. Yeah. I mean. Three, three TD passes is pretty good for Matthew Stafford, but with the weapons he was working with in his O-line, I mean, that's not really impressive. If you gave Joe Burrow the same weapons, I think Joe Burrow has four touchdowns with no interceptions. So. I, I wonder if also because Matthew um, a few games earlier was just, you know, throwing the ball all over the place. You know, he just – he wasn't that pinpoint, um, whereas there were a couple of really good passes this time. And so maybe that's where they were kind of like, oh, my gosh, where'd this guy come from? You know? I think the one thing that went viral was his no look pass and that kind yeah. of crowned him. And that, it's funny with this information age and how Twitter is here and the highlight packages, you see the no look pass up the middle on the game winning drive to Cooper cup just went viral and everybody's right. crowning him the greatest thing ever. And, sure. you know, Richard Sherman came out and said, hold on, puppy breaks. I don't think he's a hall of famer. No. And I kind of agree how Richard Sherman pretty much stated that the hall of fame is getting pretty soft in the NFL and I can't even name more than half the guys in the NFL Hall of Fame, in the Football Hall of Fame. So, yeah. I mean, I think, he, he, I think he's got a point. Every single year somebody gets in, I'm like, I don't, I don't know a thing about who that is. Well, I think uh, also, well, first, first, first of all, let, let, me, let me backtrack a little bit. If, if you want to sell me on the narrative that Matthew Stafford labored for, what, nine years in Detroit, couldn't yeah. win a playoff game, okay, and he joins this Rams team, and in one year they go to the – fine. I will buy that. If you want to sell me on the fact that maybe Stafford's an upgrade over Jared Goff, okay, I can buy yeah. that. But to just 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 crown him like right now, yeah. I'm like, whoa, well, go, go, come on. I mean, All it's not like is. it's not like Brady who come came from New England with a really good team and went to Tampa Bay, which was a good team, but you know, to, to win the Super Bowl with them. You know, Matthew coming from the Lions, who you know they really just couldn't give him the support he had a good team to come with you know when he when he when he went to uh um uh when he went to the rams you know compared to let's say if jared goff had taken the lions and won the super bowl then you kind of could see you really kind of elevating that uh, i that thought goff did a great job with the lions too with what he had i mean they, had, I thought yeah. they overachieved a lot in detroit this season even though the record didn't show it they should have won more games straight up but guys yeah. i have to ask you this question what was the one thing that you'll take away that you'll always remember from the Super Bowl. Because for me, it was the flags within two minutes at the end of the fourth quarter, all of a sudden being thrown. Or, or, I'll always remember well, that. Well, you know what? The, the one thing that I kind of go like uh, back and forth with is how Ramsey, you know, him getting his head turned around was obviously a pass interference that didn't get called. 
And so the Bengals got a touchdown for it. So it kind of sort but of in came the first out. Quarter, you could see T. Higgins actually get pulled by Jalen Ramsey, and he was being held as well. That should have been a touchdown. Remember that very last play in that drive when they're in the red zone? I mean, you oh, can go yeah. back and forth all day. The thing that yeah. really upset me about this game is that a precedent was set. There was no calls all game. There's actually only four yeah. flags called previously to those other four flags being thrown within the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. And what was crazy is one of them was uh, somebody that was inactive came onto the yeah. field. <laughs> so you're not calling flags all game. You're letting the boys play. It's great football. It's yeah. great drama. It's going to be fourth and eight. And all of a sudden you see a late holding flag that on a, a play that was yeah. well played. All I the mean, penalties I, that offset that one. No, I'm talking about the holding before, but that one was uh, also pretty suspect as well. It was just really weird. And, and guys, for me, it, it's becoming more, more, uh, I guess what I want to say is you could see like based on the reaction of that, those, those flags being called at the end of the game, that there's a lot of, uh, trust being lost by the NFL just because of maybe maybe there's like more relationships with gambling than ever before and more people are questioning if the NFL is rigged and there's a lot of questions starting to pop up because it, it almost did feel like it was scripted you know what I mean it, it kind of did even though you know I'm not saying it was it, it yeah. just kind of felt like it was scripted like you knew the Rams were going to win there no matter what well you'll uh, never get anybody to come on camera to confirm yeah, that no. And, and, and secondly, my big takeaway, uh, I like a good story. I'm a reporter. That's what I do. So you give me a good human interest story, I'm in. I did like the story of Aaron Donald. I did like yeah. him making that play and then pointing to his ring finger. Go ahead and put a ring on it after, after all this time in the NFL. I did like that. I did like the story of the defensive back whose wife went into labor. He couldn't even join in the celebration because he went straight to the hospital to be there for the birth of his second child. I, those are the stories that, 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 that I like. And off the field, or I guess maybe in the middle of the field, I enjoyed the halftime show. Could have done without 50 Cent. I would have liked more of some of the other guys, but I, I get it. 50 Cent is a Dr. Dre product, so you got to get him in there. But well, I you had to have that. him in there because it was after two quarters. That's why you had to have 50 cent in there. Right? Very nice. Um, You're here all yeah. week. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, uh, the play that Aaron Donald made on uh, third down, I mean, one arm to get him, you know, just before, I think, what, a yard before um, uh, they would have gotten the first down. I mean, that, that was a major, that was a major play. And I'm kind of surprised when, when Burrow was getting tackled for the, fourth down he was smart enough to realize hey i got to get rid of this ball it almost looked like the Bengals received i think it was a halfback um it looked like he could have at least dove for the ball i it, think at, the, at that point burrow was scrambling and yeah. receivers and backs i mean they're, they're just looking to just get open i mean it's it's it, it's it's now or never time yeah. so i i forgive everybody just trying to it's tough you know, okay you know, guys we're gonna make forward. a play and it okay. just didn't happen. All right. We're going to cut to our first uh, trivia question, uh, talking about odd Super Bowl questions here. What distinction does Trent Dilfer, who quarterbacked the Ravens over the New York Giants in Super Bowl 35, hold? Like I said, what these are kind of a little bit odd. What distinction does Trent Dilfer have? Um, okay. 
All right, okay. I'll take a stab at and, it. And I and I believe uh, he's the only quarterback in history with this distinction. Okay. Again, it's kind of again, it kind of an odd question. So again, I apologize ahead of time for these these odd ones. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, email Edward at Sports Econ 101. The answer to this question. I'm not going to get any emails on this. Nobody's going to get this one. No, uh, it, it's 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 you kind never of know. It's an interesting answer though. It is. You All never right? know. You never know. All right, stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003.
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown, Vern Glenn, F.P. Santangelo Jr., and Russell Jackman. Uh, all we need is one more, and we'll have a starting lineup for a basketball team. Okay, uh, what distinction does Trent Dilfer, who quarterbacked the Ravens over the New York Giants in Super Bowl 35 hold? I'm going to take a stab at it. I mean, he's coming out of left field. Okay. Trent Dilfer is the son-in-law of John Brody. John Brody wore number 12 that was retired by the 49ers. That's why he wears number 12. I, I, uh, I, I mean, that that, that 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 could have been a good that, – that's a good answer. It's not the one I'm looking for. It, it's The only um, quarterback to not throw a touchdown pass and still win a Super Bowl? No. Uh, okay, he was the first starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl in his only season with a team. His only season. His only oh. season. Isn't that crazy? Okay. Boom. One like, again, like I said, these are kind of hard. I never they're they're interesting, that. but they're that's, hard. That, that's a good one, Edward. Yeah. That's a that I, I never thought about that. I, I guess I guess I, I really probably should have changed the question to who's the only starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl in his only team. Yeah, you know, then I'm sorry. Well, I, that's only season with, in his only season with in his only season, yeah. Yeah. Right, that's right. the one I should have done. Uh the other two. Uh, well, we'll see how it works. Okay. Uh, you guys want to continue on with Super Bowl? So, you know what's interesting? It, it's like every when guys are being interviewed at the end, and and other guys are just kind of coming up and sort of interrupting and, and all this stuff. You never used to see that. It, everything is is become so informal nowadays, which is kind of fun. You know, not making it such a uh, you know. A well, rich, I mean, rich es thing. essentially, not really involving money. I mean, for these players. A lot of them in their early twenties. I mean, this is this is their lottery. They've hit the lottery. They've won the Super Bowl. They've been playing a game since they were maybe as early as five years old, fantasizing about this. In this digital age where they've grown up, they win a game like that, they're going to react, and 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 they're and, and emotion is going to flow. I mean, the game just happened. Yeah. And so of course they're going to react like that instead of, oh, hang on. Make sure my hair is okay. Okay, oh, red. cameras rolling. Well, no, I, 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 no, I'm thinking about that. Nobody's going to do that. No, I, no, I'm thinking about the guys who come up to them, like they're being interviewed on camera, and then some other guy is the one who comes over. Yeah, hey, how you doing? You know, that yeah. was a great play. <laughs> yeah, but they, a lot, a lot of them already been paying attention that there even is a camera, right there. I mean, they're just, they're just, they're just, they're just seeing their boys, their teammates, sure. their brothers, and. They're doing bro hugs and sure. and what? Again, I'm not really bothered by it. I just I just noticed it. Um, it didn't used to happen that way. It's like how about it, this? It's so weird when you look at like old footage, right, of celebrations, including like walk off home runs in baseball. Like everyone's just kind of standing around and like clapping and like raising their hands. They're not going nuts and dogpiling. Yeah. They're not screaming <laughs> f yeah dropping you know this bomb and that bomb they're, they're like they're just like yeah yeah we who and then like you see now people are going nuts they're cussing on camera they're saying ah oh, sorry or they don't even like acknowledge it they're, i mean it's crazy how informal and all these emotions are coming out and i think it shows you like how life-changing it is to actually win a super bowl like back in the day it was like really really cool obviously right and that was like the pinnacle of the sport but now this is like forever life-changing like generational wealth kind of a deal so I think you're kind of seeing the influence of money, Sports Econ 101, on, mm -hmm. on how much on how much this means to people. I mean, it really, I mean, you could go around the rest of your life and say I was a Super Bowl champion and appear at places to speak 
and get yeah. paid for the rest of your life. That's it. And how are they introduced? Super Bowl champion, yeah. FP Santangelo. Well, yeah. I didn't. I didn't, uh, I didn't. I should have looked up. How much does a winner get versus a loser? I think it depends on the contract first and foremost. But I think there is like a, a rough bonus. I think OBJ, for example, he earned more with that Super Bowl win than his contract he had with the Rams. Oh, speaking That's of OBJ, oh, torn yeah. oh. ACL. That means he's going to miss. He's going to miss the entire next season as he rehabs from that for the the knee. I feel bad for him. Yeah, so do I. I mean, at least at least. Yeah, he but he has a Super Bowl ring to you know look at while he's rehabbing. Yeah, and, and you know what was really peculiar was the 49ers organization. A lot of players did at least. I shouldn't say the organization itself, but the players started a petition to get rid of turf the same day the Super Bowl happened. I don't know if you guys saw that. It got. Oh. Kind of media coverage a little Get bit. Get it out of here. Put Get that, put that synthetic grass in. So yeah. George Kittle tweeted out before the game, about a couple hours before the game, that 28% of more knee injuries occur on artificial turf than on real turf. And, again, that Rams stadium, SoFi, had artificial turf. He made one quick move, non-contact injury, boom. Boom, over. Yep. That's it. And yeah. I agree. They need to do something about it. If you are a smart investor, if you're an owner – you got to think about protecting your assets, right? Yeah. And yeah. your best assets are your OBJs, your, your George. Yes, Kittles, but if you have real Bowe. grass, you have to pay someone to mow it. And how expensive is that? Yeah, but you can have synthetic yeah, grass. Afford it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 His eyes go, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I will say, I will say this, that, that turf, because I saw it. I mean, that turf is, I mean, it's, it could just pay for itself over the years because it's so easy to manage the moment that NFC championship game was over. They had these tractors with like erasers that just got rid of the entire logo and both end zones and the middle of the field. And and it happened within minutes. I was like, wow, look at that. Well, the big one is the off season revenue made from concerts, right? So when there's six months of no football, there's six months of no baseball. So when you guys think about this artificial turf too, you're going to be having all these other events and it's really replaceable to get the artificial turf off and on with, with actual grass. That's a whole nother deal. And it probably costs so much yeah. money to do. So think about all the different events they got to do. So th- there's the rationale there, but I mean, if, if I'm serious about protecting players and I'm worried about players health, I, I get real grass. Simple as that. Well, yeah, but there are, but there is some management and this, this is the important point that, that just think these players for the most part, are replaceable. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of the maybe, maybe the quarterback and and a couple of specialized wrestlers, linemen, replaceable. Wide receivers, replaceable. Yeah. Yep. If quarter if quarterbacks were tearing their ACLs, then you would see you'd see grass everywhere. That's very yeah. true. That's a great point, Bryn. Very great. Yeah, when I was a teenager, uh, they used to have they called it day on the green um, in uh, it was the Oakland Coliseum. Um, and so, you know, people would go like on the grass and everything. And that, that, that thing would get tore up like crazy. And that, that was real grass. So I don't know what they, you know, how quickly they could replace it. Speaking of the Oakland Coliseum, I was there Monday night, Valentine's night for the John Madden Memorial. And wow, that wow. turf looked pristine for, for that event. I mean, a really good event, by the way, for, uh, for Coach John Madden, who we lost uh, on December 28th. 
Yeah. You know, well, I the groundskeepers if- in Oakland are the highest paid in all of sports because they had to deal with the Raiders too. And they have actually the yep. most real estate to manage. So that I'm- you'll always see the best playing surface in Oakland, believe it or not. Shout out Clay Wood, greenskeeper yep. and his crew for that one. Yeah. I, w- I wonder if they're going to come out with a newer type of AstroTurf that has a lot more give like grass, you know, cause they, they did make an improvement when AstroTurf first came out, it was like cement. I mean, oh, especially yeah. baseball, the, the, you know, I, I would have hated to have been a third baseman or a shortstop. I'm sure there's scientists in lab coats just testing and just yeah. trying to refine this turf. I'm sure it's happening right now. I'm sure there's an arms race that we don't even know about. Just because think about yeah. the highest bidder and who's going to get that. They're going to change the game forever. Like they're going to have all the AstroTurf on all the fields, that specific one. So, yeah, I agree with Vern there. It's, it's going to be an arms race. Well, they they added the version that has the plastic, the rubber dirt to it, you know, that they have the the little pebbles that are supposed to help you get traction. I think you're trying to get away from that because it causes cancer, especially in the heat, because you're you're in uh, those fumes from the rubber, you're you're like soaking in, like in the heat. You know what's crazy is, you uh, you you know, a tire, it's kind of the weirdest thing. If you light a tire on fire, It'll, did you just leave it alone? It'll burn for years. It's That's the strangest crazy. thing. Yeah, I heard uh, just a, a quick story of this guy who owned, um, he owned a whole bunch of land like near Fresno and, uh, and that area. And he thought, you know what? I'm just going to let people dump their tires. That I'll use the land just for that. It was acres and acres. And he charged them like half the price of what it would to get rid of tires. And so for years, he just let it sit there. And what ends up happening when it rains, the water gets inside the tire, it stays stagnant, and then you had all these mosquitoes. Oh, so, yeah. the, the, so from a hazard standpoint, the city came down on them and, and said, well, you got you to do something about this. We're going to charge you like three million bucks. So mm. what he decided to do was just light them all on fire. And, <laughs> and that thing's been burning for like 20 years. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, oh, that can't be great. Just smoldering. Oh. Very bad for the uh, for the environment, for sure. Okay, you guys ready for our hard, odd question? All right, bring it on. Right. Uh, this, is, this is going back a little time uh, in quarterbacks, but uh, I was the first quarterback to lead a team to a come-from-behind Super Bowl victory and the first quarterback to collect three Super Bowl rings, even though I started in only one Super Bowl. Wow, that's, a, that's an interesting one, huh? Let me read that one more, one more time. I was the first quarterback to lead a team to a come-from-behind Super Bowl victory and the first quarterback to collect three Super Bowl rings, even though I only started in one Super Bowl. And uh, okay. I don't know, if I, I, as, a, as a hint, when we come back, if you guys don't know, I'll give you his nickname, all right? Stay with us. You're listening to Sport Econ 101. Don't touch that bell. We'll be right back.
Catch Some Relief is the first CBD company to market directly towards fishermen. While we market towards fishermen and the outdoorsmen, our products are for anyone suffering from inflammation and anxiety. At Catch Some Relief, we don't sell CBD oil. We only sell products with the highest amount of bioavailability. Spend your hard-earned dollars on products that work. At Catch Some Relief, wherever your pain, we have you covered. So check out CatchSomeRelief.com to relieve your pain. Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel. Leading the way is the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities, including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. Mountain Mike's is the official pizza of the San Francisco 49ers. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, Edward Brown, F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vern Glenn, and Russell Jackman. Our second trivia question. I was the first quarterback to lead a team to a come-from-behind Super Bowl victory and the first quarterback to collect three Super Bowl rings, even though I only started in one Super Bowl. Who am I? Was it Earl um, Morrill? Yes. What was his nickname? I don't know. Cinderella Man. Cinderella Man. Yeah. So Johnny Unitas nice. had gotten hurt, so he led the Baltimore Colts. I think he started for the Colts in that victory. That was that was the victory over the Dallas Cowboys, Super Bowl five. Exactly. And then I and then he got 16-13. Yep. And then he got traded. That's for Jim uh, Jim O'Brien kicking the uh, field goal. Jim O'Brien kicked the game winning field goal. And then he uh, then he backed up Bob Greasy. Then he then he got traded. The Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, and he got the yep. two there. 
I thought that was a pretty good one. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on here from the Super Bowl. Uh, so Eileen Gu, I'm going to, G-U is her last name. Uh, American-born skier competed for China. China does not allow dual citizenship. So she had to renounce her U.S. citizenship. And I'm wondering, like, what's the long-term repercussions? Well, if you give up your passport and your net worth is less than $2 million, it's typically not an issue. But if it's more than $2 million, you have to do a fictitious sale of everything you own in the world. What? So those, yeah, it's, uh, that's kind of apparently the rule. I, I never heard of that before. So, um, you know, and I don't know that much more about it, but, but uh, that's kind of, kind of strange. You, it's almost like you're, you're, you're kind of, you're giving up your identity effectively, your American identity. Well, I mean, you, I mean, this, this, this is a young lady, University High School, San Francisco. This is probably, you know, obviously if you're an elite athlete, you want to compete in the Olympics. And if that's the only way, then that's what you do without realizing. Wow! But the but the consequences. Yeah, that's that, that, that's financially catastrophic. And there's a couple of hockey players, uh, male hockey players, that are doing the same thing. I think uh, one of them is a goalie for uh, China. I think he was Canadian born. Yeah. So the kind of th it's weird because you kind of look and you go, wait a minute, uh, Olympics. I mean, come on, it's supposed to be from your your home country. You right. know, and I, now I get, I get Eileen, you know, she's from Chinese descent. So I kind of get that. But a Canadian guy who's got no relationship to China, he goes ahead and plays for China. You know, I mean, it's sort of like a basketball team. They just put on whoever they want. I always thought it was interesting. So FP senior, my dad, who played Major League Baseball, got asked to play for Team Italy once in the Olympics when, when baseball was in the Olympics. And he's never been to Italy in his life. And he's actually third generation Italian. So his, his great grandparents were the ones that came over from Italy. And we, we're an Italian family, don't get me wrong. Like we are very strong in our cultural values that came from Italy. We're obviously very Americanized now, but I thought it was always- What part of the boot? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But I always thought it was really interesting that he could play for Team Italy being like basically a second generation, I think it was the second generation because you have to be a second generation to be able to play for another country. But mm. yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was so bizarre because I'm like, you've never even been there. You don't even speak Italian. How, how can you go play for Team Italy? But I thought it would have yeah. been really cool still to represent his culture, you know, our culture in a, in a way. But yeah, that, that's, that's very interesting. Well, I think then we should all go back, basically. Didn't we all kind of come from Africa, you know, from the way, 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 way back? You yeah, know? I think that's why they have the two-generation two rule. So yeah, like, exactly. Grandparents have to come from, be born in Italy. or. Well, that, but that, that, that's not a kind of reach. Hey, your name ends in a vowel. Go play for us. Yeah, it, you yeah. have Greek letters in the alphabet. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> and I think it was, uh, was it Uruguay? The entire soccer team ends in... Ov the, the last names. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> that, that, that was some years ago. Okay, so the United. I read this. The United States is prepared to bring criminal proceedings against Russia over the Winter Olympic drug testing surrounding 15-year-old figure skater Kamala Baleva. And um, so here's the interesting thing. So she got disqualified because she took heart medication. And you think, okay, well, that's kind of like the old Rick DeMont issue. On, on, on the banned substance list, right? On the banned substance, yeah. Because yep. way back in, this, in, the, in 1972, Rick DeMont, who went, came from our hometown in, in Terralinda. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> a great swimmer. 
Great swimmer. He won. The, the In fact, his brother, his brother Ken Demont, coached two of my boys. Ah, okay. So, yep. he, so he wins the gold medal. And here, you know, our little sleepy town here, we're just going crazy excitement, right? Well, he gets it taken away because he was taking asthma medicine, but he really had asthma. But apparently, he was on the banned substance list even back then. And but but with this young lady, she doesn't have a heart condition. She was just taking the medication that someone gave her purposely because apparently I guess it helps the increase the lung capacity or something. And so <clears throat> apparently- Is that like players for taking cough medicine? <laughs> yeah, 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 really. So, uh, so here's the deal is that she is disqualified, but not like so much because of her age, they said it might be harmful for her in the future. Now you gotta- What's that? 15, right? Is that 15, the age? yeah. So I guess they're kind of looking and going, well, maybe some adults gave it to her and she didn't really know what she was doing. Um, so she can still participate, but she can't get a medal. Okay. Something crazy like that, you know, <clears throat> which is kind of weird because what do they do then? Give it to second place? But I think it's, yeah. a, team, I think it's a team issue that she, that she still gets to participate. But it's just all, it's all funky though. It's like, you know... <laughs> I mean, either you have the banned substances or you don't. Yeah. You know, yeah, you either do or you don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if she really had a heart condition, then I'd say, you know, maybe you kind of make an exception. Sort of like, um, uh, wh who's the golfer? Was it Corey, somebody who he had? Corey Paven? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. Now, who was the one who uh, used to have to use a golf cart? Oh, um, Casey. Casey, not Corey. That was pretty close. Um. Yeah, Casey. Casey Strand, but yeah. but I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, right. and so it's sort of like okay, well, they make an exception because he had a disability, but then you know a lot of the other golfers were going, well, wait a minute, you know, that's are you, it's kind of like overcompensating because walking a course is quite big a difference than you know being able to uh, uh, use a golf cart. Sort of like how Mahomes was running around so much that he was gassed by the fourth quarter on the mm -hmm. Kansas City game, you know. So anyway, what do you what do you guys think about um, you know the penalty or non penalty you know because of her age? I haven't been watching the Olympics, so I don't. I haven't. I haven't watched. And it. I would say this that, that the Olympics is featuring more about. I mean, when you hear people talking about the Olympics, it's more about stuff like this than what's actually going on in the yeah. athletic performances. True. I mean, everyone's talking about all these side issues about China and and their human rights stuff and. And, uh, you know, um, the controversies about, you know, drugs and all that stuff. And nobody's actually talking about who's winning gold medals or not. Yeah. I feel like there's a weird censorship for some reason with, with this Olympic. Sure. I don't know if it's because the tensions with China, but I, I really haven't heard much about it. I've seen a clip or two and that's it. And I work for NBC. They're hosting it. Yeah. We don't wow. even we don't even really promote it on any of our shows, which is well. It, apparently, it's like what six million dollars or three million dollars, six million dollars for a thirty second commercial, and the viewership is just down like crazy. For some yeah. reason, doesn't this Olympics kind of you, remind you of the nineteen thirty six one in Berlin with Hitler a little bit? Doesn't it kind of remind you a little bit of that? What? Does, doesn't know. this we Olympics were... kind of remind you a little bit of Hitler in the thirty six Olympics? It's like. I wasn't around, so I, no, I, I know. I, but I mean, just I, I, you, know, you see film clips, and you know, you know what the future held. You know, three years later, he invades Poland and starts World War II. Mm -hmm. But 
you know, you kind of go, okay, here you got a country that's hosting, just like Berlin hosted the 36 Olympics. Yeah, but China is not coming off like some kind of grand empire with all of this. I mean, people are complaining about the food, they're complaining about the accommodations, they're complaining about everything about it. At least, you know, I'm not trying to make Hitler sound good because that was an awful situation, but Germany made everything over the top and super deluxe to try to show what an amazing country they are. And China is not coming off like they're an amazing country right now. Yeah, I just get this weird, this weird feeling that this whole Olympics is just propaganda central, whether it's for China or against China. Like you, you don't yeah. even ever hear anything good. There's no feel good stories. The only one I heard was Sean no. White and crying. And I, and I didn't really even see that clip. So I just saw some people quickly tweet about it. But yeah, I just feel like this, just... Whole, this whole Olympic sport, this whole Olympic event is just propaganda for both sides so I, i've just been tuned out of it there's not going to be another asian olympics for the majority of our lifetime maybe for you fp but for me and Vern and 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 edward we're probably not going to see an asian-based olympics for the vast majority of our lives you know well, how, how many years not, in advance do they prepare you know they've got another 10 they've got another uh 20 years i think in the books hey i'm gonna live more than 20 years stop that <laughs> well so you do you already know ahead of time like you uh, yeah yeah you can go to wikipedia and they'll show you all the different places it's going to be in italy and france and australia um and so you know they're, they're not going to be anywhere near asia which was something that they actually had quite a few games in the asian countries and obviously you know there's difficulties with all of that stuff yeah, you, so, are you talking about olympics in general or just the winter olympics yeah, Olympics in general. Okay, because Australia, set. you'd have to go in the summertime in order for it to be the wintertime, you know, and I don't know if they have any skiing in, uh, in you Australia. Know what, you know what's really funny? I'm more locked in on the NFL game that's going to happen. The games are in Paris. Milan, Italy will have uh, the Winter Olympics in 2026. So uh, 2028 comes to Los Angeles. 2030 to be determined. Oh. And okay. 2032, Brisbane. So, oh boy, interesting yeah. why they be determined and then Brisbane. But go ahead, FP. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, it, 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 the, 2030 would be the Winter Olympics, and it's it's a to be determined site. Gotcha. Okay, FP, go ahead. Yeah. I would just say I'm more locked in on who's going to play in Munich, Germany for the NFL game. I think it's really interesting how the NFL is really trying to go global yeah. domination with their sport. And you know what? I thought the National Basketball Association was going to do a good job with that, but they really haven't had any games overseas. And you know, basketball is huge overseas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It really is. Some, some, something happened with China, FP. Something happened because, yeah. Yeah. because each year it was like it was like a foreign exchange program. NBA doing a lot with China and vice versa. There, there, there were there, there were there were camps over there at all at all levels at, at, for, for all ages. And, and, and then all of a sudden, uh, uh, um, somebody said something in the NBA, and it all changed. Huh. Uh, James? Is his, does his name, is his last name James? I'm, no, was, I, thought it was a, I thought it was an exec with the Houston Rockets. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. And it all changed. All yeah. relations changed. He, he, yeah, but he talked about the human rights issues and all yeah. that. Yeah, but, but it yeah. all started. It's funny. I think I, I got to think that it all started with Yao Ming. You know, like the the rise of China 
uh, oh, yeah. basketball, right? Hey guys, we're going to cut to our last commercial break here. Again, we're uh, talking hard trivia questions for the Super Bowl. Which two quarterbacks, and this is prior to the year 2000, are the only two quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl and then lose a Super Bowl the following year? That's a good one. Win a Super Bowl and then lose one the next year. The, the following year. All right. Which two quarterbacks, and this is prior to 2000, are the only two quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl and then lose a Super Bowl the following year? All right. Stay with us. It's more Decom 101. We'll be back with some closing comments. Do not touch that dial. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the 
best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vernon Glenn, F.P. Santangelo Jr., and Russell Jackman. Here's our third trivia question. Which two quarterbacks, and this is prior to the year 2000, are the only two quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl and then lose a Super Bowl the following year? Time to remember Brett Favre is one of them. Brett Favre, the correct that is correct. He beat the Patriots and then he lost to Denver. Okay, that was one. Who's the other one? Peyton Manning. No, uh, the, that was uh, remember this is at, this is before the year two thousand. This is before the year two thousand. I was thinking there might be somebody afterward. I think the Peyton was. Uh, boy, uh, Elway. No, I, that would have been a good guess too. Uh, no, Joe Bob Greasy. No, no, because remember he lost anyone. Uh, Joe Theismann. He oh, beat the golf and then he lost to the wow. Raiders. I That's right. Remember that? That's right. Yeah. All, all right. I get 50% uh, right. credit. Uh, all right. We covered a lot of good stuff today. Uh, you ready for our thoughts for the day? Dope. Why do wood carvings take so long? Hmm. And this is more of an Elmer Fudd thing uh, because they have to be done whittle by whittle. <laughs> great <laughs> and, great one and to the thief who took my antidepressants i hope you're happy all right tune in next <laughs> week too <laughs> what's he got oh we got smiles and laughs all over the place i'm not allowed to go tune in next week sports econ 101 excuse me uh we'll be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions thanks for listening on behalf of our team i'm your host edward brown we will see you next week good night america adios adios